I think Ireland are going to have to carry three tens. Johnny Sexton, of course, you're going to have to carry a third ten. Mm. Crowley and Ross Byrne will go with Johnny. But one injury of those three, and Joey's then travelling. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. Been joined obviously um, by your good friend in studio here as well. In the meantime, uh, Alan Quinlan's here, um, and we're going to talk to him a little bit more detail about the Munster Leinster game. What's your expectation about, or any thoughts to it at all about the um, Munster Leinster game at the Aviva tomorrow? My opinion is it. Yeah. Um, I like some Munster. Well, I've got um, four, I suppose, high-profile injuries at the weekend, which. Um, weakens their hand because there's no matter who you're talking about when quality comes out there are certain players that are very very difficult to replace uh, I haven't seen teams on either side and uh, it has a big impact on what um, I suppose result or performance you would expect depending on who is who's playing um, aside from the injuries monster would be pretty loaded uh, but what Leinster have opposed to any other team is that they have um, I mean, 30 players, 40 players who can go in and um, keep that performance level at a really, really high um, level. So they're in the Aviva. They will be um, hot favourites to, to beat Munster again. Um, but you need to see team sheets to give you an accurate call on it. Yeah, we won't know that for a little bit. Uh, interesting, as always. He didn't bite anyway. <laughs> Fair play to your kids, you didn't bite. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's a tough one. Um, I think being respectful to James Tracy, like he, this is stuff that he's opinion as he's seen. And, you know, if I was talking about Munster, I'd be probably trying to highlight it. And I've probably done it in commentary myself when they play the opposition. Classic example of that was last year. Went to New Zealand, first test, Ireland played the All Blacks. Um, Ireland played the All Blacks and uh, they have problems around the breakdown. They highlighted next week. I was kind of vocal in some of the stuff, even on Off the Ball or in, in interviews afterwards. And uh, it changes the following week. So this stuff can make a little bit of a difference. I think Jaco Piper is a very good referee. And I, I think both, and obviously, Roger, you don't, you don't need to comment on this, but both coaches will have things that they see. Um, and that's just the way the modern game goes. And us as pundits or ex-players, we kind of will say s- some things. Um, I don't think he's... I think it's probably coming from James as well that being in that dressing room and this stuff has been highlighted and, and it shows the level of detail that mm. a team like Leinster go to. Um, and it gets ingrained in you as well. And you, you even if I talk to a coach for an, from any team, you know, they might say something to me and I and it goes into my head and, and it's something, God, I didn't really notice that. Um, James, obviously, that's his opinion as well. And But both sides, and this is, you know, the kind of mind games of, of such a big game, will look to chat to the referees and it does happen a lot and you've got to be squeaky clean and, and I think Roger will know this, Leo will know this, discipline is going to be really important, you know, and getting that stuff right. Even for example, last week, you know, Leinster, Glasgow, or Munster, Glasgow over in Glasgow, Andrea Piardi, the referee, um, the entry entry points there for for um, for both teams. He penalised both sides. Yeah. So this kind of coming in from the side, and and he was really sticky on that. So 
you need to communicate with the referee and there I say it's probably the dark arts um, I couldn't criticise anyone for stealing a yard or two here in, in, in matches because uh, <laughs> I probably half the time I didn't know I was offside and Fair, uh, referees were kind of coaching me and saying like come on and You're making fair, this one a bit obvious. It's a fair observation. James has been very good, by the way. He's been really absolutely good, uh, no, no, and uh, it's not uh, even a uh, criticism of the game. I know that, but I, I felt actually just important. The general, uh, I, I don't know where the the uh, it's been alluded to, obviously, about where the uh, tone of the comments has come from. But he's been very good, Ronan. You've been way over time, so um, good luck. We'll talk to Have you again. Nice no, I didn't thank I you for going back into it there, by the way. But, uh, no, I don't <laughs> think there's um, there's any... Um, obviously, it's, it's, James is very articulate and very, very intelligent very rugby really man. You know like, what I mean? Um, so there's uh, not, it's not a criticism. The game. I know that, but I, I felt it was a good, important thing to say. Um, the the uh, That point about the like uh, infringements, like uh, all, every good team is at that. Absolutely. And Leinster are at it, La Rochelle are at it. Um, for years we said Ireland and the All Blacks amazing. Look at look at how they can play the yeah. referee and like I, even as opponents you'd be lauding them for like how they played the referee. It, even sometimes you play uh, Sean Edwards for years. How much um, you look at the t- his teams, the line speed, the defence, and honestly, I've commentated on those games at times, and you think they're half a yard offside, but like there's six of them together in a line and they're coming off so quickly. Nobody's shooting out of the line, and it's yeah. so difficult for referees. They need a lot more assistance from um, the assistant referees to pick up stuff. And if it's an individual shooting out, it looks very obvious. The crowd go, they start cheering, and referee goes, hand out, he's offside. Um, of course, you push the boundaries. And we did look at the All Blacks a lot, and it was mentioned when I played with Munster and uh, with Ireland. In, in earlier years things they were doing when you analyse the opposition the way they could you know block people out um, you know escort runners going back subtly stopping someone from, from making a challenge in the air all that kind of stuff Joe Schmidt's teams were really good at it weren't they for, for Ireland and you know I, I wouldn't have looked at it as been you look at it as being really shrewd and Huge. exploiting oh, yeah. a little we're, space we're that God a fellow standing here with his hands and up like that. And is he actually blocking someone or is he just standing in the way of someone? Do you know what I mean? And uh, that's that happens a lot. And it's very difficult for referees. And there's a lot of problems at the breakdown still, in my opinion, yeah. as regards uh, entry points. And there is our own player safety and... Um, you know, protecting players. I made this point um, to someone after the game the other day. Munster had four HIAs in that game. Mm-hmm. 10, 15 years ago, those four players would have played on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, it, it in some ways it caused a concern that four players in one game, but honestly, that would have happened and they would have played on yeah. before. So, player safety is very important and a big part of that is the breakdown. So, um, it's it still right needs to be policed very well. It's well, yeah, yeah. The, the two uh, URC semis, so we'll uh, reverse back into the Stormers' Connacht uh, tomorrow at 3 o'clock in a minute, but uh, we'll continue with Leinster Munster for the minute tomorrow at the Aviva at half past five. Bernard Jackman during the week, uh, I saw saying that um, with the injuries to Munster, it's a freebie for them. You can look at it that way, and yeah, I was talking to Jaron uh, Monday about this, and and even on the podcast this week. Like, um, are you in this this bonus, bonus territory? You know, and they are, aren't they? Realistically, like as long as they don't get it depends what way you look at that as a player yourself. Because if you feel if it can take away some pressure, it can enable a higher level of performance in a sense that you nearly you're not restricted and tense and tight, and you nearly try something. And if one of these 
things come off, then you go, Jesus, this is great. We're in the flow. We're in the buzz. Mm. But if you allow it to kind of go, oh, do I want to get back up as quick? Obviously, you're not consciously making a decision like mm. that. But out of desperation, sometimes pressure can bring a level of performance yeah. in all sports, you know. How often does the underdog shock the big team yeah. in a final? It, it can happen. Can happen yeah. um, the FA Cup for years was the great, mm. a great barometer for that. But so I think I think Munster will feel that um, they've got to have desperation here, and of course afterwards, and people outside of the, the group will think, yeah, they went to South Africa and salvaged their season. They qualified for Europe. They finished fifth. Um, three great away results which you can build on mm. um, showed real steel determination a level of resilience that's required going forward I think um, compared to a very poor start to the season where they lost five of the first seven games and even one of those wins early on against Zebra was no bonus point down in Cork it cost them a point could have been costly in the end but it wasn't um, after Glasgow was like this panic God, the season could really peter out They've just lost. They're in danger of not making Europe or the playoffs. And what they did in South Africa. And even going to, to, to Glasgow last week and fronting up from a physical point of view, Glasgow haven't been beaten there all season. The Stormers hadn't been beaten in 21 games mm. at home. So they're things that you can say, right, there's something there that we can build on. So they finish, they finish strong. Will they kind of go, well, Leinster, the narrative is Leinster, no matter who they pick, will still win. It's in Dublin. They're too good. We've the injuries. If you buy into all that stuff, you're goosed. You need people in the dressing room this week going, this isn't bonus territory for us. This is... Who are those people? Specifically, who are those people in the Munster dressing room? You need leaders. Who are they? I don't know because I'm not in that dressing room, but obviously Peter Romani is a great leader for the team and he showed brilliant leadership and fight and dog in the last few weeks. Is he in or out this weekend? They don't know still. Um, They were giving him every chance. Um, Conor Murray has been superb for Munster and I think he's... I've said this before... um, Getting dropped by out of the Munster 23 for Northampton in a European game is a big kind of... Big, it's big news, like, mm, yeah. for a guy at, at his level. His response has been superb. And he's an example for anyone dropped in, in any sport. He, all the stuff came out that week of him patting fellas on the back, encouraging people, being an unbelievably positive influence. It's difficult to kind of put your disappointment to one side but that's how you respond that's how you get back and that's how you earn respect for people and, and become a real leader um, so yeah they need everyone right across the board talking it up and saying look there's an opportunity here it's a very hard challenge um, and for any team playing Leinster no matter what team they play they're at a level now that's really they're so diligent in everything they do their skill set their tempo their pace their accuracy, all that kind of stuff. And they don't panic. They're a very strong, powerful, resilient team themselves. Um, so it's going to be a very difficult situation for, for Munster. But they've got to believe that they need to bring a brilliant performance here and, and take their opportunities. And I think Graham Rounty did say it, and it is obvious there are certain things they could have been a lot better at last week. They could have made it more comfortable for themselves um, around taking opportunities. But... If they get a chance or two tomorrow, I think it's really to get, to have any chance. They've got a. I think if they get a good start in the game and score, score some points early on, again it's kind of obvious. Those injuries we mentioned, Murray, Snyman, 
uh, Nash, Fekatoa, we're not sure obviously on O'Mahony or Jim and Barron I think might still yeah, be out as well. About six. Can that, it's hard to swing a positive from, from those injuries, but can there be an impact of players who will start a massive URC semi-final tomorrow that otherwise, if all those players were fit, wouldn't have? So if, if for them, I guess, it's a free hit. Yeah, it is in a sense, but it, it kind of, um, if they had the team that last week and probably the bench, you're saying, God, this this is probably the strongest forward pack certainly that they could you're close to the strongest um, forward pack that they could have available to themselves and and the impact off the bench very important as well. So it does give opportunities, I think. I just think for any neutral, any Munster fan or neutral would like to see RG Snyman out in the field given his story and all, you know what I mean? It's, oh, yeah. it's just been uh, unbelievably disappointing for him and, and lucky for him, but I think... He's never got a kind of a crack at Leinster and you just kind of think from a Munster point of view, he played that game a couple of years ago where he was lifting the line out four, five, ten minutes, was it? I, don't, I can't remember. He was, it was very early in that game, gone. Mm-hmm. So um, he would have been really important to him. But um, there is opportunity for other players. But, you know, it's, it's highly unlikely that they, they will get a result. But I think they have a great opportunity to continue the, the, the fight and determination, um, add a, adding a little bit of skill and, and, and opportunity taking, taking their opportunities tomorrow. Um, Leinster won't give them too many, but if they get one or two... And being disciplined, Quinny, like Leinster's record very important, of, yeah. of like putting teams away when they pick up yellow cards or whatever is And just it's not panicking, really, when they're piling on the pressure in the attack zone of the 22 that you're, the referees and going like uh, offside, offside, offside that gives Leinster a real chance to play and then if they you know if they don't score off that they're doing the tap and go penalty there was two of them down in Limerick you know in the game at Christmas where Munster uh, after half time Leinster have a sin binning uh, they score a penalty try what a boost they go ahead in the game at Thoman Park Leinster a little bit weakened as regards selection you think kick on here and they're going to they're going to get a a long awaited win in the league against Leinster but you know in that 10 minute period they go up the field score two tries and uh, see out the game by a point shows how good they are and that they don't panic so uh, very difficult task for Munster but again it's an exciting one if you're a player and you go right if you can build on that bonus territory thing say right people don't expect us to win here we do have a bit of a less pressurised situation Build up a load of pressure that there's an expectation and there's a standard that you're trying to set as a group to say that we have to make sure we're on it here. But, look, the worst thing that can happen Munster here is, and I don't think it will happen, is what happened last May, June. Remember, the the, the, the season went on later last year where it was a, a strong Munster team available to them and a very weakened Leinster team and they lost 35-25 in that game. Yeah. That was a real kind of well, low point for them. So, um, Leinster could go full tilt here. I don't think team wise they will, but yeah, they'll, be, like, they'll still be very strong, and they'll probably have the bench loaded because Leo and, and just in case the they'll worst see like, there's yeah. a little bit of um, momentum here with Munster as on well. On that, it's a shame that like the injuries you can't account for because they can crop up at any no. point of the season, and it's just disappointing that there isn't like you'd love to have seen the two of them going full bore at it with nothing other than let's say in the immediate. Uh, 
uh, future, the uh, URC final, like the scheduling, and I think it comes up year in, year out. But could they not just pull it two weeks forward to leave, let's say, URC Possibly, final? Possibly, yeah. It's hard. It's just Champions very hard Cup to final. find them. Yeah. Just, just to give themselves when the they're best back shot to back, like when you because like it's it's it feels a bit like after the Lord Mayor show now tomorrow, whereas it should be the biggest event in town. But like we're talking about Leinster holding back some of their players. Even from a crowd po- crowd point of view, I think it'll it'll have an effect. Leinster have been. You know, so many big games over a number of weeks. Um, it's maybe there's, you know, I think there'll be a decent crowd there. But yeah. like this fixture, as you say, a league semi final, the place pr- should Just probably full tomorrow. Should be. It should there's be. There's so many games on. It's very difficult yeah. one, Adrian. You, they, they, I, they, just, they, they have to make a cold decision at some point. We're going to pull it back. We're played in April back. and played well, you know, keep them a couple of weeks. weeks yeah, it's hard because you've semi-finals and of both competitions and stuff going on. It's, it's really could, difficult. I think if they put their minds to it, it's not the hardest nut it's, to it's crack. It's a difficult one, but um, it, Munster have won two and 12. Like, bad and record bad at the Aviva as well. One of them is the, uh, the Rainbow Cup, so you go back to 2018-19, the last time they beat them in the league. So, And a bad uh, record at the Aviva, not only against Leinster, they just yeah, don't have a good time there. Yeah, they don't, so... Um, yeah, maybe they'll. So it's all set for a monster win, is kind of what we're saying here. This is this is the day they draw the line. Ah, yeah, monsters to lose, yeah. Yeah, monster. It's yeah, good, it's yeah. Good opp- I agree with yeah. you. It's a good opportunity for, for Simon Zebel. I mean, when you see Nash out of the team, Earl's out for the season, obviously. He's not available, Shane. I don't think he is available. Another I think one. he's still injured, you know. There's, there's talk that he might be available. Well, there's talk that, well, monster are very depleted in that area, yeah, aside yeah. from the f- six injuries last week. Conway as well. Conway isn't there. Liam yeah. Coombs is out as well. And. Keith Earls, mm. you know, maybe a, a possibility. I don't know, but like they have a lot of injuries, and the depth that Leinster have is a couple of years ahead of yeah. every other team, and it'll probably stay as strong. It'll be. It's just hard to kind of chase that level of quality and depth, and they deserve massive credit. You know what I mean for for that. But um, if you're Leo Cullen, how strong a team are you putting out considering the game next weekend? I think he'll be cautious of of that bit of momentum Munster have had in the last few weeks. They'll be pretty battle hardened, determined. Um, so I think he, of course, he'll respect the fixture and and not want to repeat what happened last year with the Bulls. Um, they'll want to win both competitions. Mm. I think they're that good to do that. Um, they have the quality in players and the depth in players to do that. So um, I still I think they'll probably mix mix it up a little bit and and they'll definitely be a bit of, of a, a safety net on the bench yeah. as regards. <laughs> The power and quality if they need it. I'm not going to ask you a prediction because I think that the natural conclusion to the conversation is leading one direction. It's not to say that will happen, but that's, I think, it, any prediction. Unless Munster bring a 9 out of 10 performance and Leinster are off it a little yeah. bit, but that's probably the same. We're kind of saying, look, people are looking at the La Rochelle Leinster game the week after. Given what we've seen from Leinster this season, that isn't given talking rubbish and talking them up for the sake of it. Logic says Leinster will win. That's the, yeah. yeah. The, in the other game, um, Logic probably says the Stormers are going to win and uh, Connacht obviously have managed to beat a couple of South African teams this season, both of them um, at home, but the Ulster game will give them a lot of confidence. They are this absolutely the sort of team, and listen to them during the week, who will go out there with absolutely believing that they can win that game. Yeah, and again, it's, it's kind of the mentality of going, well, we... Ex- People expect us to... They're definitely um, in a situation from where they were six, eight weeks ago. The run was brilliant. Yeah. And to get into Europe and to be in the knockout stage and be in the semi-final now, and I mean that very respectfully, 
like they beat Munster up in, at the start of the season and were brilliant mm. against them. Munster beat them down Tolman Park. Both of them have had their struggles, particularly at the start of the season. Like Connacht's was a dreadful start when you think of, and it was down to that 4G pitch that mm. they ended up scheduling so basically scheduling games away to start. They were away to Ulster and then they had to go to South Africa. So first three games, no no wins. Um, it was a very difficult start for them. So um, they've been brilliant. And, you know, they were brilliant and, back, and very deserving yeah. winners last week against Ulster. Yeah. And I think they're the t- kind of side that, in a sense, they, they play a little bit and use that bonus territory stuff. And they've done it before where... Uh, a little bit of a chip in the shoulder, um, which is 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 needed, and if you use it in the right way, and uh, but they had a f- brilliant determination last week. They were superb up in Belfast. They 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 were up for the fight, and that you have to be up for the fight. And I think they have a real chance here. There's, they could really cause problems for the Stormers. They've got to deliver up front as a pack of forwards and the, and the forwards that come off the bench because they are very powerful. Scrum, line out, maul, all that kind of stuff. But and I'm sure they look at Munster a few weeks ago. If you hold on to the ball for a period of time, you can you can you can ask questions. So they've got to be accurate. And again, they need that kind of eight or nine out of ten, most definitely to to get a result there. But um, they need their big players to step up, and leadership is a really important part of it. And again, it's it's there's similarities as regards you know if players kind of are jovial about it and relaxed yes um, that can help but they've got to have a little and bit of fire as well class and like Carty, on, pl- Carty playing well in his day like yeah. you say the leadership the experience there's like it's not a stretch the, in the way that we, we we assume the other game is a stretch a lot of things have to go right for the, Munster the, the concern when you're playing the South Africans is the physicality yeah. and the size and the power and stuff like that um, but if they get a good set piece um, Connacht yeah. and they're very hard side to get the ball back off, and um, I think they they butchered a few chances against Ulster last were, week. So yeah. if they're a bit more accurate and take their chances, they have a real real chance. But it's a similar kind of scenario in both games that you know the obvious favourites are Stormers and Leinster, and, and and unless the other two teams, Connacht and Munster, bring something special for a consistent level, which they're you couldn't doubt you wouldn't doubt them completely that they can't do something like that because. Both sides have a feel-good factor, a confidence about them. Um, I think Munster were obviously... Connacht can pick the same 23 from last week that travel and added players, which I actually kind of hit me during the week. Jesus, if Munster could pick the same 23, you know, and have that bit of a buzz and adrenaline, whereas undoubtedly there's guys in the Munster dressing room going, Jesus, we're mm. missing Snyman and yeah. Connor Murray and Fekato and Nash and... Dermot Barron probably hasn't trained a lot on Mahoney's probably hasn't trained a lot you know they're not sure who's playing in the wing the coaches scrambling for players there's a bit more turmoil going on there so they're in a good place going there Connacht and they have a real chance you know and um, again ifs and buts about the power but I think they're capable and, and they will feel very good about themselves they're, they're you know they have a real chance here and, and possibly can cause them a lot of problems there seemed to be a lot of talk in South Africa during the week about the pitch again like th- this discussion it's, 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 it's falling apart apparently it's the storms. I think they there had, they had a monster surface, truck yeah. rally on it and stuff there, like is a, there is a new surface going down there Jean de Villiers told me that a couple of weeks ago and we were there for the monster game so um, such a beautiful stadium built for the World Cup yeah. um, it's, it's a fantastic venue 
a great place. It's 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 very intimate mm. and um, a lovely stadium. Could be a mud bath. I think it was given a yeah, rain today. Yeah, these yeah. days, and ahead that's, of the game. That's. I'm not, I'm not sure if that, that won't suit Connacht. They'd want yeah, a fast yeah. track. They'd love a fast track to play with, you know, speed and stuff like that. But um, Stormers are very good side. They're very good attacking side as well. So um, it's a real interesting one. But you know, it's it's a wonderful opportunity for for both underdogs this weekend yeah. to to kind of. Well, everyone, create everyone a bit in the of grit and be, determination uh, behind Connacht in the first game anyway. It'll yeah, be, uh, definitely, yeah. definitely. And um, they've done brilliantly. And you know what? I think Andy Friend has done a wonderful job in Connacht. Yeah. Um, I know always the results haven't been where they wanted to, and you know, not been in Europe last year. But um, the way they play and um, the buzz and the adrenaline um, that comes out of the sports ground when they mm. play there and. Uh, you know, he's done a great job and he'll be a loss because he was a gentleman and a great fella to talk to and meet. Um and I think he's done a brilliant job with with you know, with Connacht. Uh, Mossy Lawler's gone to Munster as well. So like all teams you know, there, yeah. end up breakups, mm-hmm. uh, players moving on, coaches moving on, but um I think Andy Friend has been brilliant for Connacht. Um the uh, URC Elite fifteen as they've called it is, uh, has been named this week as well. I always feel I a bit queasy about these things coming out when they're such crucial games. <laughs> it's like the anti maybe it's the GA and me, like the surely the team that gets to the final and let's see just like three of the three of the most important games have yet to come mm. but here's our team ah, it's ridiculous. anyway yeah. uh, and it's also like one of the very few uh, teams Quinny that you don't you're not on the selection committee first so you're uh, not happy no, with no. how it's been selected Nobody it's like the only teams that should have known that were going to fail before uh, the Irish interest in it just in case people haven't seen it uh, Dan Sheen and Finlay Bealham are chosen in the front row you've Niall Murray in the second row you've Gavin Coombs uh, in, and Scott Penny in the back row and then across the back you've Ross Byrne and that is where it ends um, from the Irish interest. And there's one player particularly, Quinny, that you're not happy has been left out of it. Um, who's that now? John Klein. Um, I think he's been brilliant this year. Um, I think, in fairness, to, when you look at the team, and I went through this team last night, if you go through all the players, you think, geez, how many games did that guy play? I can't yeah. remember him that much, you know, and, and it's hard to go through every 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 player. Um Darcy Graham, I was thinking for Edinburgh. Jeez, he got injured mm. in that Munster game in December, and you know he came back towards the end of the season. But then, in fairness, he played nine games and he scored twelve tries. Mm. That's a serious return for, and he's such a brilliant player. Um, Sione Tupelota from Glasgow, nine games plus the quarter final, so ten. Mm. Um, some players high level. Niall Murray in the second row for for Connacht. 15 games plus the quarterfinal so he was there ever present and, and I think he's had a brilliant season Federico, Federico Ruzza uh, the Bennett on second row played nine games I just think John Klein should be in there mm-hmm. and again I'm pro John Klein I don't um, I don't mind saying this I think he's been even at the start of the season when Munster were struggling he was constantly uh, making carries making tackles work right through the roof He's played 17 games this year in, in the league, um, ever-present, never injured, constantly at it. And um, I think he's very unlucky. And I probably, you know, obviously from doing the the, the, the Red 78, the Munster podcast, yeah. I, I we picked a star of the week of, you know, part of the analysing the Munster group with, with Neve and myself. And we've picked him loads of times mm. because... He's just been Climbing. there all the time. Yeah. So you're talking about consistency. Um, I probably get criticised now saying it's monster bias. But 
I just I, I feel I feel for him because I lo- I love the fact that it's just he's so, the work rate is true to roof constantly. Mm. I know the skills are sometimes questioned. I think they've got better, but other than that, it's a very strong team and, and going through it all. Um, Finley Bealham is in there tight. He's played eleven games and a quarter final, so twelve. Um, some Scott Penny at seven, you know, deserves to be in there. Brilliant, yeah. Um, Grant Williams is scrum half. I think people, not a lot of people would have seen a, a huge amount of him up to this year, but he scored a try against Leinster last week. Mm-hmm. He's been brilliant in the league as well. So, um, again, it's a team that, uh, you know, it's people can debate and talk about, but um, it's hard to debate it when you look at the number of games and some of the, the, the returns these players have had. Are you um, what sort of? You must be doing some gig. There's a gig somewhere for you tomorrow in the uh, in the stadium, isn't there? There's no gig. There's no gig. No, no. Are you going to it? Um, you've all the stuff on. You no, I it? haven't. I might. I might watch on TV. Uh-huh. I'm not working for it tomorrow, uh-huh. so um, busman's holiday. I sit back and, and relax, and uh, hopefully uh, you might be travelling to South Africa next week if Munster ah. to win. <laughs> Play the storm, or else it'd be uh, Munster Connacht. Maybe Monster sorry, yeah. Jesus, why would yeah. I be going? To, it'd exactly, Munster Connacht. Yeah. And Tolman Park next week. I'm looking forward to a big time. I must say, myself and the two kids booked in, so we're. Uh, you go to Limerick uh, next week to see Munster Connacht uh, in the we'll final. See, we'll see how the weekend unfolds. <laughs> that politically, it's all about stepping around politically this morning. Thanks, a million. Enjoy the games over the weekend. Thanks, thanks, million, thanks for that. And uh, loads of comments coming in, so please do uh, keep them coming in. And we'll come to some of those. Um, even some of the more outrageous ones, maybe a little bit later. We went a bit rounder out there. It's rugby country, is it? As Donald <laughs> Cusack said, a lot of rugby covered this morning, <laughs> and more to come. More yeah, to come. More to come. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.